Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. You are now entering a critical thinking zone. Thinking caps are required beyond this point. From deep behind enemy lines, deep in the heart of the Midwest, it's your host, Andrew Coppins. And it's time for Critical Thinking. Facts, faith, freedom, free markets, those are the the cornerstones, the tenets of this show, Pat. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but freedom is one of those uh, four apps of the show. Uh, well, considering you just said it, um, yes, yes, it is. So, um, if you are opposed to freedom, you are an enemy of this show. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yes. Okay. So having said that, um, Pat, I have a video for you from this weekend and, uh, I'm going to get your comment. Thank you. 
blessé. Gazelle est blessé. Bravo. Pat, your thoughts. Oh, and by the way, if you haven't figured it out by now, before we get into your thoughts, um, please go to rumble.com backslash critical thinking. If you would like to see what you just heard, if you're listening on Mojo 5 radio or via podcast, uh, but continue, Pat. Yeah, first of all, uh, where where was this taking place? Viva la France. Paris. Oh, Gay Paris. Or um, as uh, not the B like to tell us, uh, Viva la dictature médicale. I just totally butchered the French language, but. I think that was the point, but yeah. Um, I, I'm watching this. And. For for those of you that, that that can't see this right now because you're listening on Mojo Five Radio, this is um, basically people out in the streets being. Uh, I'm assuming they were using like smoke screens or tear gas or something. That would be along tear gas. Way. You saw on multiple yeah. occasions. Yep. Yeah. So and then the, this is police dressed up in full on riot gear. Now, within the, these videos, I'm not going to say that this didn't happen, but at least in, in what we saw here, any acts of violence were being committed by the police, not by the actual citizens. Um, I'm not going to, again, not saying it didn't happen from a citizen standpoint at all, just saying from what we see here, the vast majority of it is coming from actual police. Um I'm also assuming that this is all in response to COVID protests and whatnot. Um, my my question is, why? What what could possibly be the purpose here? <clears throat> is it the fact that we have become, as a society, more and more reliant upon a police state? Are you really that threatened by your people? protesting against your government to ask for their freedom back that you stole from them two years ago and have continued to steal for the last two years. Are you that threatened by it? Is this 
Are, are, are you so much needing control that you have to do this? Because here's mm-hmm. the thing. The police are meant to protect and serve. That, that's what they are meant to do, ultimately. Mm-hmm. This is not protecting and serving. And I'm I'm all for you know the um, protect the blue and all that sort of stuff you know as much as possible when they're actually in the right, but this is this is what we're seeing here is an abuse of power. It has to be, and I, I just I don't understand why people are so threatened over peaceful protests now. For those that are not peacefully protesting, they deserve to be in prison. They deserve to be arrested. But do you need this for an entire protest? Do you do you need police dressed up in full riot gear? Do you need that? Why? <clears throat> well, and and I guess my question is why now, right? Because these these protests, at least in France and in Germany and in Italy and in Austria, right? These protests have been going on for months, almost a year at this point, right? And so why now? Right? What what are you trying to accomplish with this? This is the spirit of the age. And, and there's a video I did not include in the in the montage just to save some time. Uh, but there's a video of the police carrying an individual to a medic because they broke that person's leg, beating him down. For what? Daring to stand in the street and protest? Well, it, and, you know, we talked about that that one town um, that in Italy where they just took over the town square and had a massive supper together, right? Right. What what would the police have done? What would you even need them for? Mm-hmm. Now, in Canada, this is a very interesting situation, too, because we saw them um, trying to get heavy-handed this weekend in Canada. We've seen the violence perpetrated against peaceful protesters in Australia. We've seen it in Austria. We've seen it in Germany. We see it in France. So if this was just an isolated situation, okay, I would say this is just bad actors being bad actors, right? But it, you, people question me all the time. <clears throat> you talk about the spirit of the age. How do you know it's a spirit of the age? How do you know that this is something inherently wrong? And my answer to you is this. This is happening all over the world. This isn't something that is an isolated thing to France, right? Right. This this is the reaction of the people who are supposed to be in leadership positions, right? This is the reaction of Macron. This is the action of... uh, what the hell's the guy's name that took over for uh, Merkel in, in Germany, right? Uh, Olaf. Yeah, Olaf. Yep. Yeah. That's his last name, not his first name. Um, and then, you know, I, I also find it really interesting because, you know, when just a few years ago, well, it would be three years ago now in May, my wife and I took our um, 
honeymoon slash anniversary trip to Germany and Austria. We we did um, Bavaria and um, Salzburg and kind of that region of Austria. And we got to talking to on our anniversary dinner. We got to talking to the bartender um, who's actually spent time in America. And, you know, he kind of told us about the the differences in po- politics between Austria and Germany and and how much Austria hates the EU compared to Germany, because that was right during the EU election cycle. And um, I, th- I find it interesting that there are massive pockets of Austria that love freedom. And yet they continue to elect people who denigrate their freedom, degrade their freedom. And then I'm struck by this, Pat. What is the response to this? Because for me, nothing good can happen from here. And furthermore, what, what do you think the French do to tyrants, Pat? They have a long-standing history of what? Um, <clears throat> they have a long hi- history of uh, uh, guillotining their tyrants. Off with her head comes from what? Marie Antoinette. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing productive comes from this. I, I, but... The only thing that I can take away as a quote-unquote positive here is, like I said, this is the spirit of the age showing its hand. This is how far they're willing to go. In, in, in the first video, Pat, the very front of this, this is why I put this up there. Did you notice what, what was tear gassed? It was a restaurant. It was a cafe, right? Yeah. And what did you see? You saw families scattering Little kids being tear gassed. Oops, it was just a mistake. No, no. no you don't wasn't. chemically weaponize. You don't put a chemical weapon into a cafe full of innocent bystanders, quote unquote. Yeah, you don't, you don't pull a, a pin on a, a tear gas grenade and uh, just just on accident. Yeah, that, just that's lob a it. conscious decision. Yeah. Yeah. Just lob it wherever the hell you want. So the ironic part there would be that these are the people who are quote unquote complying, right? They they're vaxxed. They've got their vaccination passport, right? They're dining. And all of a sudden you just tear gas like a 10-year-old girl. What you doing? This is government throwing a tantrum, is it not? Absolutely it is. And notice the words that are being used all over the world. There's one word. Liberty. You notice that? Australia. Liberty. France. Liberty. You know, that you can hear it in the background. You can hear it in Germany. You can hear it in Austria. You can hear it here in America. You can hear it in Canada. It's spirit of the age. 
versus God-given liberty. This is the fight that's in front of us. And, you know, we talked about fights worth having. I guess my question here is, is this a fight worth having physically? My answer to that is no. You don't fight back, right? You don't. When the spirit of the age is exposing itself, you let it expose itself. Let it. Because you are going to be on the right side of history and you are going to be able to allow your side to gather more steam in the end. That's where I come down on this, is that while this is brutal to watch, while, I mean, you know, we talk about those little sticks, right? We have the, that video from Munich, or not Munich, uh, Berlin, right, where the uh, police are going around the town square and, and checking everybody for their two meters distance, right, while they're wearing riot gear. I don't know how you defeat this without love. I don't know how you defeat this without powerful love. And sometimes that's going to be brutal. Sometimes it's not going to be pretty. I don't know the answer, but I will say this. If governments continue down this road, it is going to get really, really ugly. And people talk about, you know, Russia, China, war. Are we not seeing a version of that right now in terms of war on the people from within their own states? Is that not, could that not be where the spirit of the age gives us World War Three? What is, what, what, Good outcome comes from this. None. There is none. And furthermore, I, I guess for me, how how do you how do you respond to this? How would you respond to this if this came here in mass ways, right? Because this isn't BLM and Antifa, right? This isn't you know I've experienced peaceful protestation. Right, right down my street, multiple times right. during the BL the summer of BLM. But I also saw violence. Saw violence this weekend too. That was fun. Yeah, um, I mean, welcome to Chicago, I guess. Right, no bleep. Yeah. Um, so this is this is where I I personally have a hard time. And I'm not going to sit here and say this is the right answer because I, I, I'm not sure that it is. And you know me. I, I would never, ever, ever promote violence in any shape or form. But I also believe that we have the right to defend ourselves um, and that we should defend ourselves. Um, so if somebody's going to come at me with in full riot gear and they're going to beat me over the head with a stick – should I not have the right to defend myself, especially if I've done nothing wrong? Um, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to get the crap kicked out of me just for the sake of getting the crap kicked out of me. Mm -hmm. um, I, you know, I, I do think that we have the right to at least defend ourselves. I'm not saying 
let's try to take a life or try to physically hurt someone, um, disarming or even running away, um, you know, could could be potential options here. But but like, I just at, at what point do you start fighting back? Um, and, and that's that's the question I have with this is that if if the government's going to continue to go down this road. Mm-hmm. And we're going to continue to see this all across the world. And we probably, I, I mean, I, I would be shocked if we didn't see this here at some point. Shocked. Mm. Um, I I don't think so because, well, I'll let you finish your point and then I'll go. What I'm saying is, is if, if we went down the road of the mass protests like, like we are seeing in other countries, especially if we went did it in a place like Washington, D.C., I, I would be... With the way this administration is conducting itself, I really would be surprised if they didn't do something at least similar. Okay. Um, my my point is though is is at what point do you defend yourself? Uh, at what point do you fight back in order to defend yourself? Um, I, again, this is not a, a call to violence. This is just a simple question of. How do you defend yourself in these kinds of situations and, and protect yourself and your families? And I don't even think it's about the protestations, right? Uh, for me, it's not about that, okay? What you are talking about in defending yourself is how do you do this on multiple fronts? How do you – a great example, your schools, right? Great example is your city government. Great example is your county government, right? How are you fighting that battle if things are going that direction, right? And, I, you know, to your point, I don't think we'll ever get there here because we're seeing the Democrats take the COVID off-ramp real fast. Right. Because it's politically expedient, and I don't think that they want to repeat what's going on in other countries. Politically. Right. Right. You are correct. But morally, Pat, we believe the same spirit of the age. If if this was not an election year for them, what do you think would happen? Would they be taking the off-ramp, or would they be... Lockdown for Evs, yo. I mean, I think you and I would say probably they, they'd probably be still doing the lockdown for Evs, but you know, can we say that for a hundred percent certainty? Maybe not. Ninety nine point. And the reason I say that is because mm-hmm. we don't have a movement that is w- willing to put their foot down and say, "Oh, hell no." At least in Chicago, in Nashville. At least not on a large enough scale. No. No, We don't. We don't. We we have pockets of it, right? Right. But we don't have anything. Like, I don't know if you saw it over the weekend, the protest that happened in Australia, right? In Canberra, where the, uh, the government is, right? I mean, as far as the eye, as far as a lens could take you you saw people marching in protest we're talking millions of people 
And it was, you took a 360 panorama, like somebody got up on a hill and took a 360 panorama and you could see people as far as the eye and, and the lens could take you in a 360 degree view. Do we have that here? No, because why? People are focused on themselves, their lives, their children, their families, and rightfully so. I just question if it weren't for this election cycle, would we have the wherewithal to do what others are doing? I, I just, I seriously question that because I've seen two years of sit back and take it, right? I've seen small protests, right? I've seen protests at state capitals. I've seen some of these things, right? Honestly, but we're talking like remember. maybe tens of thousands or a couple thousand people. I don't think we've seen nearly anything to the scale of what's happened here with uh, Eric Mutsos and uh, the Utah Revival. I don't think we've seen that that happen to to any kind of scale around the country other than maybe here. And, and look uh, what happened. Utah, right? Right. That was a all hail no moment. And the government went, okay, eventually, right? Yeah. Um, I, I just, this scares me because where do you go from me? Like once you start this level of violence against your own people, I, I don't know where you could possibly go that ends well. So, Pat, um, over the weekend, we got a lesson in what not to do for politicians. Uh, I mean, we kind of get that every single day, I guess, right? I was going to say, is that every day when you turn on the news and you see somebody doing a politician doing something, it's it's usually what not to do. Mm-hmm. Good point. Good point. Yeah, we had we had a couple of examples of that this weekend, including um, AOC. I don't know if you saw that AOC versus Ted Cruz uh, battle. Uh, a, a little bit. Um, I didn't dig too deep into it, um, oh, but I, I did hear about it, and and I, I I hope Ted Cruz essentially just had his way with her. I'm gonna leave that alone. Not gonna talk <laughs> that with a ten foot pole. That's just not. Um, that having been said, um, one of my favorite stories I think so far this year, like this is top five story of the year for me so far, mm-hmm. um, in terms of best stories of 2022. Did you happen to see um, what uh, Michelle Wu did this weekend? And you might first be asking, Pat, who the hell is Michelle Wu? Uh, that, that's my first question. Who is Michelle Wu? She's the mayor of Boston. Oh, yeah. You know what? I did, I did see something. I don't know what happened specifically, but I did see the story. So whomever is on uh, Team Michelle Wu, all of y'all should be fired. What did she do? She went on Instagram live. That was probably her first mistake, but okay, continue. And it wasn't uh, Instagram live to like announce something. Oh, no. Or, you know, do like, you know what I mean? Like if you're a politician going on Instagram live, well, will and like announcing something, maybe I get it, right? 
Right. But was this was this to basically go and do a commentary on something? No, no. Even worse, Pat. Oh no, crap. What what? Good old fashioned QA. Ooh, this is bad. Oh yeah. It ended very badly. Uh, Why did it end badly, Pat? Yeah. What happened? Can you guess? She took a question she wasn't supposed to take and then gave a very bad answer on something. Oh, no, 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 no. Nope. The uh, the trolls came out of the woodwork. Oh, boy. Okay. And she said, ask a question, any question, and I'll answer it. And it ended horrifically bad because the all the comments, all the questions were about when are you getting rid of masks, you mask hole, and and bleep you, uh, all this stuff, right? So she's, like, seeing all these comments come into her feed, right, uh-huh, as she's filming uh-huh. this. And she's just sitting there for, like, two to three minutes in silence reading all of these comments that are coming in. And then she, like, tries to pick out a, a positive question. Oh, my God, Pat. Oh, my God. It is I'm, painful. I'm assuming that took a while. So painful, in fact, that uh, I don't. Ha- we don't have time to play the video uh, because the video goes for like three minutes. It, what? What? No, no. If you've learned anything from um, Anchorman, our president, President Anchorman, it's that you control the environment as much as humanly possible, right? Especially that, that's like in these times, is it not? Yeah, and yeah. Uh, going on Instagram Live without an express purpose to do so, not going to end well. Not going to end well, and it didn't. Um, so go find it wherever you find your info. Um, well, maybe we'll put it in the show link uh, description links. Um, but folks. If you are ever in a position of power, okay, going on IG Live, unless it's actually to announce something or to to showcase like um, a reveal of of uh, a new business or a development or something of that nature, if you're doing a flat out Q and A, put the phone away, walk in the exact opposite direction and don't come back for at least five minutes. Don't ever do it. It doesn't matter if you are in the right, on the left, if you're right, you're wrong. doesn't matter anything. You must control the narrative. Because if you control the narrative, you control the history. On freaking real it's an epic fail oh my god yeah if you so pat i I sent you the link so go check it out it is one of the most epic fails of all time if you need a laugh like i could not stop laughing at some of the comments and and how like the look on her face as they're coming in and you could just see the moment where the light bulb goes off and all of a sudden she's like "Uh uh-oh like oh this oh, this was a idea. bad idea. Mm. <laughs> but um, so a top five story for me, 
this year. It, it, I wish I wish we had time in the show. Like if we were a two hour show, I would totally play this video, but we're not. Did she by chance uh, disclose any kind of information of when they would be ending the mask mandates in Boston? Um, good question. Uh, let me see if we have a. So they've already ended the mask mandate in schools in Massachusetts. Okay, so what, what was the what, what what was this ultimately for? Then were they asking her like like about vaccine requirements? Like like what what were they trying to ask her about stopping or ending? Well, we have some screenshots here. So um, some of the comments: stop the mandates. Um, is there an expiration date for the mandates? Stop medical tyranny. Medical tyranny is still tyranny. So many people want to know. Thank you for keeping us safe in a global pandemic. Allow individual choice. <laughs> you get the point here, right? right. Um, and, there, and a bunch of them, why do you hate kids and teachers and cops and firemen? And she was stunned to the point of, um, well, I guess uh, I'll be happy to answer any questions people have. <laughs> and then just proceeded to ignore all of the mandate-based questions. I have no idea when Boston's going to end the mandates, but I can tell you this much. Even for as liberal as the city tends to be, or at least voting Democratic, they ain't putting up with this kind of crap for very much longer, I don't think. Uh, I would I would hope not, but holy smokes, Pat! I, I, seriously, top five story, just the epic, epic fail, and the great job of trolling. Like we talk about mockery, ridicule, scorn. This video, if again, if we had time to play it, we would. But check it out. Or I'll put the link to it in the show description. Okay, um, in the show notes, um. Check it out, because this is a prime example of what we're talking about. Trolling is different. This isn't trolling. This is just mocking. This is ridiculing. This is scorn. This is all of it rolled into one nicely packaged video. It's absolutely freaking hilarious. Having said that, Pat, I think another uh, another hilarious thing could be um, playing the bee or not the bee. You want to do that? Let's do that. Yeah. Okay. Lay that headline on me like a uh, hit on Joe Burrow. Okay. All right. Today's headline, Kamala Harris seen cackling uncontrollably, likely meaning World War III has begun. <laughs> Kamala Harris seen cackling uncontrollably, like, likely meaning World War III has begun. Did you enjoy my cackle? I did. I did enjoy your cackle. All right. Uh, so while you're thinking about that, Andrew Coppins, um, folks, it's Monday. And um, Monday, everyone needs a pick-me-up from the weekend, especially if your weekend just flew by. Everyone needs a pick-me-up. So go to AmericanPrideRoasters.com. Find your favorite flavor of coffee over there. Um, they are the official coffee of the Mojo Five O Radio Network. Um, they are the official coffee of the Andrew Coppins household. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and I'm pretty sure that's what is in his mug right now, just so you know. Um, so 
go find buy a few different flavors if you haven't tried them before find your favorite if you know what your favorite is go back and get your favorite make sure that you have a good stock uh of of american pride roasters in your uh cupboards there at home in your pantry there at home so go to americanprideroasters.com that is americanprideroasters.com Kamala Harris seen cackling uncontrollably, likely meaning World War III has begun. Is this the be or not to be? Andrew Coppins, your answer. Oh, boy. This is a tough one because I could totally see this happening. My only question would be, Pat, uh, is she watching the Ted Cruz versus AOC uh, Twitter war? Is that is that the great World War III that, she, that, that we're talking about here? Oh, I don't know. But <laughs> um, that having been said, I think this has got to be the Babylon Bee. Are you sure? No, I am not. Because she be insane. And this world's insane. But I'm going to go with the Babylon Bee. Is that your final answer? Final answer, Pat. Okay. You just want us $100 of Izzo's money. Absolutely. Of course. Uh-huh. Of course. Pay off for it. Yeah, it's um, almost like it's a network marketing scheme. Probably. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Vice President Kamala Harris, known for laughing intensely at the most unfitting, inopportune times, has been spotted leaving a strategy session, cackling uncontrollably. The ominous sign has placed the world on red alert, clearly signaling that World War Three is upon us. I didn't quite, I didn't know how quite bad the situation was, but as soon as I saw Kamala Harris laughing that hard, I knew it was serious, said Brian Jameson. Last time she laughed like that was after the botched Afghanistan evacuation and after saying how children are suffering from pandemic. Americans across the country immediately stopped what they have been doing and went home to be with their loved ones before dragged into global conflict of untold suffering. Hold on, hold on, slow down, everybody, said Kamala Harris, fighting back laughter and slapping her knee. The whole Russia World War III situation is under control. We've decided, ha to let millions of teenagers, ha from all over the world to fight it out and see (laughs) who comes out on top, continued Kamala Harris now wiping tears from her eyes. And meanwhile, (laughs) elites are going to profit from the war. At publishing time, Kamala Harris was spotted rolling on the ground laughing, clearly signaling that Chinese troops had landed on American soil. Oh, boy. She's the worst. She is the worst, but uh, again, here's here's the sad part. If we were heading into war right now, is this not true? Uh huh. Yeah. So, Pat, we we purposely avoided this to the uh, the end of the show. Um, did you watch the Super Bowl last night? The Super Bowl was last night. Wait, wait, hold on. Wait, wait, just. Not the Puppy Bowl, the Super what's Bowl. The, what's the Super Bowl again? It's this thing that your Ravens are uh, never going to again. 
Well, if my Ravens are never going, neither are your Packers. So, mm. no, it's called the Lombardi Trophy. It comes home every every once in a while. Yeah, well, um, the Ravens have won it twice. Congratulations. Um, uh, you still uh, have a very long way to go to uh, top the uh, Green Bay Packers record for world championships. Let alone um, the New England Patriots record of most Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Cincinnati, the Cincinnati Bengals, I think, are going to have a much longer trip than anybody, though. Why? Well, you know, because they lost again in their third Super Bowl appearance. The third time was not a charm for them. Nope. Um, they still have zero Lombardi trophies, zero Super Bowl wins. Um, it, the Lombardi trophy re- remains elusive to the entire state of Ohio. Pretty much. Yeah. Well, the, considering the Browns have never been to a Super Bowl. Yep, yep, yep. Oh. Um Did you watch any of the lead up to the Super Bowl? Like the like the coin toss and national anthem and that sort of stuff? So I, I didn't watch I didn't watch the beginning of it. Um I actually missed like the first few minutes after the kickoff. Um what what were you doing that was so important? Um what was I doing? <laughs> I actually don't remember what I was doing. Oh, Pat. I, I might have been finishing an episode of Yellowstone. As my, it might have been what was going on, um, waiting for the game to start. So, um, but he's okay. So I, I didn't watch. I, I, I did go back and watch some of the clips. Like I watched like The Rock open up the the Super Bowl. What, um, what the I was, hell was that? I, I don't know, but but what I was I was actually literally waiting for him the entire time to like, can you smell what The Rock is cooking? Like I was, I was because that's, that's, that's kind of how he presented it. Right. It was like, like, mm-hmm. okay, this is coming, right? Like this yep. is happening. Yep. Um, I did hear about the national anthem and I heard it was a beautiful rendition. I'm like, crap. What did they do? No, it was great. Okay. It was phenomenal. Well, no, because the, I saw it from the Huff Post, so I was very concerned about what did they do. <laughs> no, no, it was great. So, um, I, however, did not watch the halftime show. I, I heard that was also amazing. Um, yeah, if you were, you know, like I said uh, to you off air, if, if you were in high school and college in the late '90s, early 2000s, this was like nostalgia, fantastic see and i was never like i liked a few songs from eminem Mm -hmm. yeah i was never an eminem fan by any means i'm Um, i'm shocked a a ginger isn't into hip-hop yeah right i i i I don't take you for having much in the way of rhythm i'm 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 waiting so here's the thing i'm waiting (laughs) for the day when we have uh, a super bowl halftime show with someone like the foo fighters yeah, I'm surprised that that hasn't happened because I think that's like a universal like thing. And you know, the other thing we had we had um some friends over, just just you know, a, another couple came over to watch the game and um you know, I said to said to the the uh my buddy um if you're under the age of 30 
Do you know who any of these people are outside of... Do you know them as musicians? Probably not. Maybe Snoop? Maybe Eminem? But you don't know Dr. Dre as as an artist. You just don't. What's a Dr. Dre? Right. Other than he sold beats for a quadrillion dollars to Apple. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I... So, you know, I thought I thought it was interesting, but what I couldn't stand is the need to shove woke bull crap politics down our throats for an hour and a half before the game. Because I didn't watch. So what you missed is uh, Billie Jean King. The, the very famous uh, tennis player who happens to be uh, a rather outspoken lesbian um, and apparently a proponent of Title IX um, was the uh, celebrity who did the coin toss while the women's flag football team stood behind her and a, a California School for the Deaf uh, football team stood behind them. Do you see where all this was going, Pat? It, 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 I'm, I'm going to go down the idea of are, are are they pissed off because there's not a Super Bowl for uh, women's football or something? First off, Pat, or, what's a woman? Or, or are they pissed off that women aren't allowed to play in the NFL? Again, what's a woman? Andrew Coppins, don't you know? I, I can't explain what that is. I can't define what, what womanhood is. Don't you know that? What's a woman, Pat? A woman is someone that has uh, uh, an XX chromosome um, at the cellular level that allows them to uh, develop ovaries, breasts, and um, a uterus to be able to reproduce and have children. Huh. Okay. Just checking. Um, and I it's, seriously, I... So before they even got there, right, to introducing uh-huh. Billie Jean King, they, they gave us a video package about Title IX with Billie Jean King, the outspoken <clears throat> activist, activist, right, for LGBTQ causes. Um, why is somebody who is an activist for, I don't know, the trans lifestyle a... Um, Anybody that should be talking about Title IX. Because to her, Title IX is... This is the thing that bothers me, right? It's the 50th anniversary this year of Title IX's passage, right? Uh Uh-huh. I think we should celebrate that because it gave us equality, right? Gave us the attempt at equality in this playing field, in an educational playing field, in sports, and, and all of those things that involve federal funding. Right. I I think it's a glorious thing to celebrate. But as an LGBTQ activist in 2022, the right person to celebrate uh, women in sports? No, no, not, not even close. No, no, because um, because I, they are literally attempting to destroy that sport. Or any sports, really. Anything that has to do with an actual 
woman. And and this is the the thing, right? And and Ainsley talked about this, I think it a little bit. She kind of was hinting around this. In five years' time, because right now, yes, it's true that men are slowly figuring out that if they suck at the men's side of sports, if they just change and take some um, female hormone, <coughs> right? If they, they stop their T-level and then go ahead and compete in the female side of sports, they can dominate. Now, I find it hilarious that, you know, the story of the New Zealand uh, person who didn't dominate at the Olympics, right? I found that story hilarious. But overall, what we're seeing is more and more of these individuals figuring out that the way to money and fame and all of these things is not through men's athletics. It's through, I, I feel like a woman, but I'm a man. And I'm going to dominate the ever-loving crap out of women's sports. What does that landscape look like in five years if this is allowed to continue? It no longer exists. Right. So why the hell is Billie Jean King wearing, by the way, uh, she's got her sleeves rolled up a little bit, right? Excuse me. She has her sleeves rolled up and she has an Apple watch on. But of course, the wristband is the LGBT pride flag. And and it's got to be prominently displayed. I I just I, I I the person who literally would say what's a woman is advocating for and celebrating the historical impact of women in sports. What you talking about, Willis? Like I don't understand that at all. And then we had we had to have the separate black national anthem. With like an on-field display, um, Cam Jordan, I think, from the Saints came out and talked about this, that, and the other thing. Then they played the Black National Anthem about 20 minutes before the other National Anthem. I, I don't understand it, it, what came across the screen, Pat, is the starkest reality I have seen in larger culture that... The woke set believes inclusivity is exclusivity. To be inclusive, you must exclude. You must separate. This played out on television right in front of our faces. And the NFL literally was championing all of it. The whole point of the Super Bowl, right, is this is a cultural moment for everybody to come together. There is no other moment in all of American life that is as powerful of a moment as the Super Bowl. Literally hundreds of millions of people tune in. Or can't 800 just, million. Can't we just enjoy the game? Exactly. This should be a moment to just take the world that we're living in, set it aside for three, four hours, and just watch a game and have a, an American moment. Why? 
it, it, it's this constant need to nod to to the woke set. Hey, cool. We're we're all about inclusivity, except for we're excluding everybody because we got to have a separate national anthem for the the black national anthem, and then we have the the other national anthem, and then oh by the way, uh, we have uh, LGBTQ activist uh, telling us that women in sports should be celebrated, except for what's a woman, and you couldn't define it anymore, and if you did, you were a bigot, even if you're an LGBTQ activist. Why? Why do we need all of these things shoved down our throats thirty minutes before the game? What? What does? What does the NFL accomplish by this? Who do they think they're attracting? Because again, did they learn nothing from Colin Kaepernick in 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 that moment? What did we see? Which, by the way, I heard Eminem uh, decided to kneel down in the halftime show in uh, support of Kaepernick. I didn't know about that. whatever um and then we have joe biden deciding to use his mouthpiece to attack the nfl for the lack of black coaches uh it's a requirement of just some generic decency the hell is this geriatric moron talking about it just and furthermore pat the other thing I don't know if you noticed this. Every time they went to Goodell, every time they went to a player or a celebrity or the mayor of L.A., no mask on, no nothing, in a city that still has its massive mask mandate. Yep, I didn't see a mask in sight, honestly. This should be an indication to the larger culture, be done with it. These a-holes are. They don't care about their own stuff. They don't even care about the theater of it anymore. And with that, Pat, your final thoughts. Don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no. And with today's being Valentine's Day, I just want to let Andrew Coppins know you are not my Valentine. Hurt. Hurt. Please be smart. Be safe. Be kind. And uh, happy Valentine's Day to Mrs. Pat and Mrs. Coppins. With that, as always, Matthew 547. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.